I'm calling it now because I already see it popping up. Well, I've been seeing it pop up at the end of 2023 and my Griftar is going off. And what I'm seeing a lot are these quote hormone coaches or um, personal trainers, physical therapists, um, quote super trainers who are promoting like a balance your hormone approach to fitness or a balance your hormone approach to nutrition or whatever to quote balance your hormones and it makes me mad because it's not telling the complete story it's not giving you complete answers it's actually preying on the people who they claim to represent and help so like we want to help premenopausal women we want to help menopausal women we want to help women with PCOS or um, endometriosis and what they're doing is preying on those people and not giving those people the complete story of what might be going on and things to try instead of buying their programs their supplements what have you and I just I can't stand by this so today we're talking all about do you really need to balance your hormones and how the hell do we do it Welcome to Finally Fearless, a podcast devoted to helping you understand the ins and outs of building your body up instead of constantly tearing it down. My name is Dr. Melissa Chofi, a physical therapist specializing in pelvic health, orthopedics, and women's fitness. After working for almost a decade in the fitness and traditional healthcare space, I paid attention to the tactics my colleagues were using that made women fear and mistrust their bodies instead of granting them the power in understanding how capable those bodies actually are. I knew I could do better and vowed to change this unfortunately all too common paradigm. We do things differently around here and I wouldn't have it any other way. This podcast covers everything you never knew you needed to know when it comes to being an entire force that can't be messed with. Things get pretty heated around here, so go grab your earpods and let's jump right into today's episode. I first want to put a disclaimer on this in saying that when I talk about this, especially when it's me talking into the void, right? So when I speak about this on social media or a podcast like this or in an email, um, it's not a conversation. It's a one-sided street. So I might come off as sounding insensitive and I don't mean for that to happen. Um, there is such a thing as actual hormone imbalance, right? Like things like PCOS and endometriosis and adenomyosis, those might all come with a hormonal component. Menopause definitely does. Premenopause definitely does. So I don't want to equate this podcast episode with saying like, your hormones aren't unbalanced. That's not a thing because that's not what I'm saying. So hormone imbalances absolutely occur in certain people and there needs to be some kind of treatment for that. What I'm saying is that food, so your diet and your exercise are not going to be the sole answers to cure a hormonal deficiency or a hormonal, I don't want to say abnormality because that sounds weird, but an issue with your endocrine system. So your endocrine system is what's responsible for regulating your hormones, making sure you have enough, making sure you don't have too much right? Like everything in balance and homeostasis. If something is off with that system, it's not going to be cured by a new workout you do or a new diet you try. Diets, food, sleep, 
mitigating stress, um, giving your body rest and grace and using it and strengthening it and doing your workouts, those all help support. Help support is the key term. They help support a healthy functioning endocrine system. They do not cure a cog in the wheel of that endocrine system. So the only way to tell if your hormones might need a little bit more assistance from say an MD or maybe some HRT or whatever you're thinking about, the only way to tell if that's happening is through a blood test. It's not going to come from what you're telling me as a person. It's not going to come from you being like, I'm tired all the time. I can't figure it out. I can't get enough sleep. That's a symptom of a potential hormone imbalance, but it's not a diagnosis, like a diagnosis for having that. You know what I mean? I don't, I hope that makes sense, but that's not going to be the sole diagnosis. So your symptoms, like your subjective symptoms, telling somebody like I'm tired all the time, if there is unprecedented weight gain and there's no explanation for it, same thing with weight loss, like because thyroid, that's, that could be a hormone dysregulation that we want to pay attention to. That is absolutely important and I'm not negating the importance of that. But the only way to tell whether you have a hormone imbalance and which hormones are imbalanced that can only be done through a blood test and the experts in that are endocrinologists. And this is the thing that frustrates me with like quote hormone coaches or trainers, nutritionists, physical therapists, chiropractors who advertise that they help quote balance your hormones. I'm always like what hormones are we talking about? Because our body has a bazillion of them. And if you are presenting with like weight gain, weight loss, that's unprecedented. Um, you can't get enough sleep. You're tired all the time. You're exhausted. You don't know how what that's from. You suspect you might have a hormone imbalance. Are we talking about progesterone? Are we talking about estrogen? Are we talking about thyroid hormone? What the hell are we talking about, right? You, like there's no one magical cure-all to ba- quote balance every single fucking hormone that lives in your body. And I'm telling you, like I, I'm telling you, none of these people are qualified to tell you whether you have a hormone imbalance and how to quote balance those hormones. They have no way of looking at you and just listening to your symptoms and knowing, yes, Mary's progesterone is off. Let's figure out a way to increase that. Like that's not that's not a thing. (laughs) That's not a thing. And it's just so enraging to me. So yes, what absolutely pay attention to your symptoms, but we also want to know what is happening, right? Like there's nothing wrong with supporting your endocrine system, but there's also a lot wrong with claiming that certain lifestyle choices are going to quote fix that endocrine system because that's not a thing. So I did a quick Google search to see like how do I know if my hormones are imbalanced? Um, this is what I'm finding on Cleveland Clinic. It says, symptoms of hormonal imbalances that affect your metabolism, because of course, we're relating hormone function back to weight loss, right? And like, I'm not saying that they're not interrelated because they absolutely are, but it does bother me that it's like, oh, you're not losing weight. Well, your hormones are probably fucked up. And that's not, like, I don't like that approach. I think it's very misleading. 
I think it preys on people who are desperate as they get older to fit into a smaller size without giving them the full spectrum of things that we can do to help support healthy endocrine function. And it makes them think that there's something wrong with them. Like there's something wrong with you. Your hormones are fucked up because your metabolism's fucked up and you need to lose weight and this is the way to do it. And that's what a lot of these trainers and nutritionists and whoever are using to sell their supplements or their workout programs is because you're desperate to lose weight. Your hormones are probably fucked up. It's slowing your metabolism down. You need to buy my supplements. You need to buy my workout program because you're doing it all wrong. And you know what that does? Hey, it's scary. Like me just saying that, I'm like, oh my God, that sounds terrible. But it's also, it stresses your body out because you're like, I've been doing this wrong. Like I've been trying to take care of my body for X amount of years. And I noticed I was slowing down a little bit like five years ago, but I guess I've been doing the wrong stuff because it all hasn't gone away. And I must have been doing it wrong for five years. Oh my God, what if I had gotten help for this before? Then my hormones wouldn't be out of whack. And it sets off this cycle of stress. And you know what's not great for your hormones or your endocrine system or your pelvic floor or your body in general is prolonged stress. So we're already put into this fight or flight state where we're so desperate and we're like, we have been doing shit wrong for the last five plus years, I need to get it right. I need to buy all the supplements. I need to change how I eat. I need to change how I move and use my body. But we're coming out of a place of urgency. We're not coming out of a place of logic. We're not coming out of a place of analyt- like being analytical. So what can we look at instead to see where we can make those lifestyle changes to help support a healthy endocrine system? And sometimes these workout programs that are being sold, these supplements that are being sold, these diets that are being sold are actually working against your endocrine system. They're working against what keeps that endocrine system supported and healthy. And that's what we have to be aware of. This is why I get very upset when I see these things because they're not giving the full picture and they might actually be going against what they claim to do because the people running them either are predatory as fuck or they just don't care or they're very misinformed and it's all it's all sales right like they're all they're trying to make a sale they're trying to get you to buy something if they make a false claim oh well I didn't say that that was going to happen to you I said that results may vary right that's always the disclaimer so I did want to point out that metabolism thing and maybe like I don't think Cleveland Clinic purposely went that that route to like misinform but there is a lot of fat phobia in medicine which we all know but of course we're going to tie this back to metabolism and that might be me like being a little skeptical of stuff even because I I did say like I'll say it again like hormone function endocrine like healthy endocrine system absolutely affects how your body metabolizes things and it does affect whether um, like what your weight gain, weight loss cycle looks like. And that is a screaming factor. Like if that is unprecedented in health and um, happening, we might have to look at something that might be going on hormonally. But I th- also think it's being used as like rev your metabolism. Like it's all bullshit. So I'm very skeptical when anyone makes this claim like relating hormone imbalance back to metabolism because I feel like it's a selling point but I could just be 
being paranoid and this is the Bronx in me who's skeptical of everyone until you prove me otherwise. So anyway, long-winded intro, um, but what I was getting at was the symptoms typically are slow or rapid heartbeat, unexplained weight gain and weight loss, which I mentioned, and fatigue, which I also mentioned. That can be like, yes, that can absolutely happen with hormone imbalance, right? Like absolutely. It can also happen with other things. So it's not always indicative of a hormone imbalance, but if you are suspecting one, again, get a blood test, go to an endocrinologist that like your nutritionist can do this or diagnose this, your PT can't, I'm, I'm going to say this a thousand times, your personal trainer can't, your coach can't, I don't care what kind of coach they are, they can't do that. An MD has to take a blood test in order to figure out what hormones are potentially imbalanced, how can we get them back in check, how can we help your endocrine system function well. That's different than how can we support a healthy endocrine system. Now, all of that being said, I went on a thousand tangents because I'm getting angry at the whole predatory thing, but we are going to talk about different ways to help support a healthy endocrine system that a lot of these people claiming to help balance your hormones who are not qualified, they might actually be doing the opposite of that. So the first thing that popped immediately into my head is are you eating enough to sustain your lifestyle? So we're looking at, so how much, how many calories, what do your macros look like in order to sustain your regular daily function? So like if you're lying in dead man's pose on the ground all day, what do we need in order to support that? Then we have to add in like your activity levels, what you're doing throughout the day and all that stuff. And then make sure that you're eating an adequate amount. If you're under fueling, you are going to have some of those symptoms, fatigue being the biggest one, right? And a lot of these um, programs, one in particular, I'm not going to say their name and put them on blast because I don't want to be like, I don't want to turn this podcast into that type of thing. But one of these programs is notorious for telling their clients to under eat. I've seen things like women should be like this whole blanket statement that women should be eating 1200 to 1800 calories a day, right? You add in my job, which is very physical, my working out, I'm on my feet for most of the day. Like it's going to be well beyond that. It's probably going to be above 1800 calories. So are we eating enough to sustain our lifestyle? I think that's a big, huge thing. And if you're not sure, a registered dietitian can help you figure that out. So that's number one. The second one is, are we sleeping enough, right? So another thing, like the somebody, I saw this the other day and I can't believe this is still a thing, but somebody was bragging that they got four hours of sleep because they needed to get up at 4 a.m. to work out because that was the only time they can do it. And they're, it's so great and hashtag discipline And that's not, that does not support a healthy endocrine system if you're skimping on sleep. So we need typically seven to nine hours and that's a blanket statement, but that's also something to look at. Are you getting enough sleep? If you're not, you're obviously going to feel fatigued, right? You're obviously going to feel like garbage. You're obviously going to feel run down. We have to look at that. The other thing, how 
well do you do with mitigating stress? Do you need some assistance with that? Is that something that's not the most, um, it doesn't come easily in your life because stress absolutely affects endocrine function and overall body function, right? So like if you're under constant stress, your endocrine system is like, what are you doing? And it also can set off some pelvic floor stuff. So it tends to make urgency worse. Like you feel like you have to pee more often. It makes leaking worse. It can make pain feel worse. Your whole nervous system is what we call upregulated. So it's not getting a good break. Okay. The other thing, speaking of breaks, are you taking breaks for your body or are you doing balls to the walls workouts all the time every day? Cause you feel like that's what you should do to build muscle or lose weight. And this is why I have a problem with equating hormone imbalance with quote revving your met- or needing to rev your metabolism up because people especially like I see a lot of my clients struggle with body image and they just want to lose weight when they're premenopausal menopausal and they go through or they've been through every means necessary to lose that weight so double workouts sometimes slip, skimping on sleep to get those workouts in doing difficult workouts that burn a lot of calories and leave them very sweaty but very tired at the end of it most days of the week and that's not supporting that's actually adding to stress levels it's actually not helping support a healthy endocrine system and again it can also exacerbate all those pelvic floor issues that I mentioned earlier so we want to make sure your body has adequate rest. And this also, I wanted to touch on this because what I'm seeing out there too is like, it's very heavily aimed at people who are suffering with PCOS. The right workout for your PCOS. There's no right workout for any medical condition. And this is a blanket statement again. There's no right workout for any medical condition. There is a right workout for your body and your capabilities. So if you have something like PCOS or endometriosis or adenomyosis or anything that is hormonally related, yes, you might get tired more frequently or more easily than someone who does not have these conditions. That's absolutely true. But it's not like if you do a HIIT workout, it's going to make your PCOS symptoms worse. Or if you lift weights, it's going to make your PCOS symptoms worse. So what I'm seeing is... If you have insert hormonal issue here, you shouldn't be lifting weights. You shouldn't be doing any kind of cardio. You should just be doing walking, gentle movement, and yoga. No. Like, no. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things. But you are a functioning human. Like, every functioning human, you have something. Yes, you have a medical condition. But you also have to mitigate things like osteoporosis and muscle loss, right? And strength loss that happens as we naturally get older if we're not practicing these things. So when people are scaring other people out of either doing things they love, like if you love to run, it's running is not hard on your joints if you're giving your body adequate breaks, if you're not doing the most, if you're dosing of running, how much you run, how long you run, what days you run, what you're doing in between those runs, if you're dosing that adequately for your body and its needs, there is nothing wrong with running. Again, blanket statement, like that's a generalization. 
But it all depends on your body, right? It all depends on your capabilities. It all depends on what you're throwing at that body and what you're expecting of that body and what grace you're giving that body. So there's no specific workout that's going to, quote, balance your hormones. And you absolutely need to lift weights regardless of what your hormone panel looks like. And it really, really pisses me off when women are like are dissuaded from doing that and they're told that just walking in yoga is going to help build muscle and bone strength and it doesn't again there's nothing wrong with them but you absolutely need to be building resistance training into that helps build your muscle helps build your bone density bone density is something we need to think about as we get older because our hormones change right So why aren't we practicing that? Why are you being scared from practicing that? Is there any truth behind it? Or is somebody trying to make you scared and buy their bullshit program? So these are the things we have to think about. And when I talk about stuff like this, people are usually like, Mel, why do you care if this is helping people? If these people are helping people exercise more, if they're helping them... I don't know, get off the couch and do something. And I have a problem with it because it's also scaring people and it's preying on their pain. It's preying on their fears. And that's when I have a problem. I have a problem with it because when I am taking a client, a private client through an exercise program, trying to help her gain strength in her hips, gain strength in her back, gain strength in her knees and her feet and we are using weights and she's terrified of using weights because she thinks that it's going to make her endometriosis worse and she was told that she only needs to be walking and doing yoga and stretching that's when I have a fucking problem with it because she's coming to me for uh urinary incontinence her hips tested weak And we need to build those hips to help support the pelvic floor instead of her pelvic floor gripping for dear life because it has no support from its neighbor, the hip. You see what I'm getting at? This is why I have a problem with it. So yes, do hormone imbalances happen? Absolutely. Absolutely. But you're not going to quote balance them from a workout program or from your dietary intake. You can support a healthy endocrine system by doing that. You're not going to change its makeup of it, the makeup of it. The only way to determine whether you have a hormone imbalance despite whatever your symptoms are, again, please pay attention to your symptoms because they'll be helpful when you take them to your doctor. But if you suspect a hormone imbalance, you're going to want to get a blood test and see exactly what hormones might be a little bit out of whack and need some help and the only way to do that is through an MD an endocrinologist the only only way that's what I have to say about that one last thing because I want to drive this point home there is nothing wrong with lifting weights whether you have a vagina whether you're over 20 years old or whatever age if you're over 60 years old, 80 years old, even then, there's nothing wrong with lifting weights. And I don't want you to be 
worried about doing that or worried about challenging yourself with resistance training because of what people who don't know any better or who are trying to take advantage of you are saying. You're lifting stuff throughout your entire life. If you're lifting a laundry basket, you're lifting a kid, you're lifting a shipment from Costco, you're lifting a box from Amazon, you're lifting it throughout your entire life. Why are we not preparing ourselves for that? And I'll say this again, because I said it about three times already, but I'm going to say it again. As we get older, osteoporosis is a real thing. We want to help support healthy joints, healthy bones, healthy muscles. And the only way to do that is through resistance training. So again, I don't want anybody who's desperate to sell their fucking bullshit program or their fucking bullshit coaching. I don't want anybody to get your money because I want you to understand better and understand that lifting is absolutely imperative, especially as you get older. Okay. And if you're unsure how to do that, please reach out to somebody to help you get started. Um, This is something that I do. It's also in my um, Floored Forces program. There are personal trainers out there. I know a couple actually who are very, very good. So if that is a resource that you are looking for and you would like to be referred to one of them, please reach out to me and I will. Well, I'm just going to tell you right now. Um, So my friend Jenna J, her, I'll put this in the show notes too. It's Jenna J. She is incredible. She offers virtual sessions. My friend Barb, the non-diet trainer, also offers virtual sessions and both are phenomenal and we work very closely together and they're incredibly supportive and wonderful, wonderful people who know their shit. So I will drop their tags in the show notes below and that's all I got for you today. So I hope you learned something. I hope some of this resonated and helped you make better decisions when it comes to your fitness in 2024 and beyond. And as always, thank you for hanging out with me today on this episode of Finally Fearless. I'll see you next week.